My name is Sean Thomas. I'm the author of Be More Today, a 40-day guide to a better version of you. As doctor of physical therapy, I've seen thousands of people do great things. They came to me with ailments, physical ailments, pain, issues, and they got through them, all because they decided in their mind they were going to do it. So I wrote a book about it. Your thoughts can make you great or they can make you crumble. Those thoughts actually control everything in your life. I have three things I want you to do. Starts. Things I want you to start doing in your life that you said you wanted to do at some point in time. You said them. Stops. Things I want you to stop doing in your life, which I know you also want to stop. And three goals for your lives. And I take you through a 40-day guide to make sure you take those thoughts for those three things into reality. Now, I put some workouts in there too. Workouts to keep you always on the move because you got to keep moving. you got to stay focused. So, 40 days. Thoughts, workouts, you. And all I want you to do is trust the process and just be persistent. Visit BeMoreTodayBook.com. That's right, BeMoreTodayBook.com. And I guarantee you, if you just trust the process and be persistent, you too can be the best version of you. What's going on, folks? It's your boy again, Dr. Sean Thomas here, back in the building. Be more today's show, Project 40 More, day number 26. We are back, we are back, we are back in the building, folks. And for the last 26 days, we've been pushing, we've been grinding, we've been moving through the stages of change model to become the best version of ourselves. Again, Project 40 More is the sequel to Project 40. So if you did Project 40 with us in January, this is the part two or the continuation of that movement, taking our steps granted to a new level with our fitness and our focus. So thank you so much for joining us and being a part of this movement. Again, if you've been a part with us for the last 26 days, I appreciate you. And I want you to subscribe, to like, to post, to comment on our pages, bemoresay.com, on our Instagram and Facebook page and Twitter pages, Send us a message, uh, like us, subscribe to the YouTube channel or your favorite podcast platform. Whatever you want to do to say that you are still in the building, let me know so I can know that you are still with me grinding to take your steps to greatness to be the best version of you. My quote for today is simple as always. There is nothing wrong with fear. The mistake is to let it stop you in your tracks by Twyla Thorpe. We are progressing through our stages of change model and we're talking for the next day and a half, right? So today and tomorrow about helping relationships, helping relationships, finding supportive relationships that encourage the desired change. And yesterday we talked about the thinking process of these things, right? pre-contemplation and contemplation. How do you think about helping relationships? But now we're talking about the action phase and the preparation phase for getting those same things done. The quote is poignant for a reason because I, I do believe that there is nothing wrong with fear. But the mistake is that it can stop us in our tracks. And as someone who has a number of people that they interact with. I interact with so many people every single day. Some are patients, some are on a personal level, 
Some are on a professional level in terms of colleagues. And some are acquaintances, people I just know because I work with them, I've seen them, I've interacted with them once or twice. It's very hard sometimes to differentiate or to distinguish the line between which relationships are helping and hurting. And as you prepare and act on these relationships and these these people that we're going to bring into our lives to help us to get to the next level, it's sometimes very scary because all the things we talked about yesterday, right? The trust, the compassion, the wisdom, the realness, the acceptance, the empathy, the understanding, the respect, all those things are what we have to act on. And we're looking for someone else to act on to make that helping relationship work, to make that thing rock. And I've been through a number of instances where I thought I had someone in my corner who was helping and they weren't. They were hurting me or I was hurting them in the process. I'm not talking about uh, feelings per se. I'm talking about progression in the relationship, progression to make sure that what we wanted to do growth-wise, development-wise, maturity-wise, functionally was happening. Even as a therapist, right? I interact with people. And if my interaction with them is not functionally helping them to get better, then that is not a helping relationship. There have been many instances, not not many, but I should say few, um, where, you know, therapy just didn't work. I was telling someone what to do based on the diagnosis, based on their history, We were doing things. They were just not getting better. They were also doing things on their own. Whatever I told them to do at home, they were doing. They were abiding by their home exercise program. They were doing what they had to do. Therapy just wasn't working. They were not getting better. They weren't improving. They weren't developing. They they weren't growing. In that situation, this is not a helping relationship. At that point, I then say, okay, you know what? We tried this for a couple weeks. We haven't seen any improvements. I have to now give you other options for other people that you can interact with that can take you to the next level because what we tried to do did not work. And that's fine. There is no problem with recognizing and understanding that what we had relationship-wise was not the best fit for that person. Maybe they need to go to a chiropractor. Maybe they need to go to a back to the MD and see what's going on. Maybe I gotta try something else like acupuncture or another didactic where they can try to improve their function. But I don't take that personally because I know I tried my best, they tried their best, and they keep moving forward. When it comes to other things like that for us, we have to take that same step. We have to prepare for that movement. Prepare to cut that cord. Prepare to see what that feels like to have to say, you know what? I got to start all over again because this was not working. It felt good. It felt safe. It felt comfortable. I put so much time and energy and effort into it. But at this juncture, I now have to say, okay, cool. I'm not progressing. We have to move forward. But I have to act on that thing. And some of us, some of you are so caught up in the fear of moving 
forward. That the mistake happens that we let fear stop us in our tracks and we don't leave. We don't move. We just stay. And we just stay knowing that what we're doing is not working. Knowing that what we're doing is not helping. Knowing that what we're doing is not growth. That there's no compassion, there's no wellness, there's no realness, there's no acceptance, there's no trust, there's no empathy, there's no understanding, and definitely no respect in that relationship. It is not helping. It is not helping. It actually is hurting. And if we continue to let the fear of moving forward keep us back, keep us in our tracks, there is no way you can continue to define helping relationships moving forward you just can't it has to get to a place where you know what you need and you're strong enough and confident enough to say i know what i need it's not this now i'm not saying if things don't feel right bounce that's not what i'm saying at all i'm talking about again helping relationships that can get you to the next level whether it's physically spiritually mentally, emotionally, right? I'm not talking about things that are just hard. Because if you've been in any kind of relationship, whether it's marriage, dating, uh, even in a relationship with psychologists, psychologists, psychiatrists, an MD, a PT, a PTA, right? That healthcare relationship. Or even talking about student, teacher, right? Or parent child it gets hard things get hard right even talking about maybe an interaction with someone that that works for you or you work for those things can become very challenging especially when conflicts arise and i'm not talking about the situation where when conflicts arise you want to just bounce because it's too hard no i'm talking about as you go through things as you both piggyback on each other as you as you develop and move towards promoting growth and development and maturity and improving function and all those things and you don't see growth because sometimes growth is hard you're going to have challenging days where you don't agree with the person you're talking to where they suggest something to you that seems almost too hard or out of the realm of what you can do and you may get offended but it might actually be for your benefit On the flip side, you may say something to that person that they say, yo, why are you coming for me? Why are you saying that? That is not right. I'm not feeling that at all. And they may get offended, but it may be actually in the realm of what they need to be a better teacher or be a better student. I'm not talking about any of those things. I'm talking about when you have two people who've done all they can do. They've abided by all the rules. They've seen progress to an extent and now that progress has plateaued and there is no more growth there's no more maturity no more development no more improving on that functional thing at that stage you have to decide to say you know what this relationship is not working anymore we have to go on we have to move on we have to progress it's the same thing as running for some of you who may run or even working out you may run with a partner or even during a race. There are many races where I've run and I've found someone who was pacing me. And they didn't know it inadvertently, right? They were ahead of me and I just saw them and I needed a push. 
and I followed them. What I usually do is when I see someone who's ahead of me and I'm trying to catch them, I love that because it just gives me a goal. I look at their their tracks, I look at their feet, and I count or I, I get the rhythm of their steps. And I basically start taking the same steps that they take. So if someone's running one, two, three, four, two, two, three, four, I'll start doing the same gait pattern. Because if I'm moving at the same speed that they're moving at, cadence-wise, chances are I'm going to be able to at least maintain, if not catch them, because I have a longer stride. So if I'm doing a longer stride and I have the same cadence that they have, then I should be able to catch them. So what I usually do is, and I usually do this like in, in, in the middle of a race or towards the end of a race, I will follow their tracks. Because that relationship right there is them helping me to push forward to get to the next level. And nine times out of ten, I'll catch somebody. And I'll go with them, I'll go with them, and I'll catch them. When I catch them, I'll run with them. Because now we're still running together, but it feels good, it feels better to run with them side by side. And usually what happens is I'll keep that momentum and I will pass them. So now I'm ahead of them, but I'm at the same pace, if not faster than how it was when I first started. At that point, it can go one of two ways. They can do the same thing for me. They can follow my tracks now, right? And keep at my pace because I was able to get there because they pushed me and now I can push them. Or they can say, you know what? What you're doing right now is too fast. I can't keep up with this pace. This pace is going to be too intense for me. I'm going to stay exactly where I am. Or find someone else to follow so I can get through this race at a pace that feels comfortable, that feels safe, and that I can get through. It's those decisions, as we talk about preparation and action, that will dictate if the helping relationship that you have is beneficial for you or not. It's as simple as that. And for some of you, you're running with people who are too fast for you. They're at a pace that's not comfortable for you. You feel like you want to keep up with them and you can't. It's not helping. It's actually making you feel worse. It's making you feel worse about yourself, about your abilities, about your progress. And the people ahead of you are looking back at you being like, "Mm, you can't keep up with me. And even that is worse. Because what they're asking you to do is not in the realm of where you are right now. And it's about making those decisions as we talk about the fear of making the decision to to be out, to say that this is right or this is wrong, that this is healthy or this is not. Those mistakes can keep you in your tracks. Yes, you're moving forward, but you're still in your tracks in terms of not progressing to where you want to be, not going to the next level. Not being in a position where you're able to reach somebody or be with somebody who can help you push forward. So assess this thing. Prepare your minds to be around people who you know can push you and that you can keep up with. Relationships are going to be double-sided, right? Two-sided. So that you benefit and they benefit. Not just things where it's a one-way street. That's the goal for this day, right? You want to find helping relationships that can really help, that can push you forward, 
that can transform you in a positive manner. And I just want us to remember, remind ourselves that just because someone is helping us or inspiring us or pushing us or they understand us or we trust them or there's realness or acceptance and all these different things, wisdom, right? Doesn't always mean that that is a good thing to do all the time. The same way I talked about the person in the race, right? We had a relationship for a little bit and it helped me to get to a place It even helped them to get to a place or maintain a place. But once that thing was done, it was done. And you move forward on to the next thing or the next relationship or the next situation or the next whatever that's going to continue to get you from level B to level C and forward and so on and so on. It's about knowing where you're at, reassessing, making a move, and then reassessing again. Knowing where you are that time. And reassessing. And those are the things. And sometimes we just get stuck in our tracks because we do this thing so much that we don't want to have to reassess again. We don't want to have to do any more self uh, reflection to see where we're at, to see how we feel, to see what's going on, how fast we're going, how slow we're going. And then to have to do the whole thing all over again. It's like making friends in school. I remember going to school and I used to hate, as we were talking about school starting back up in September, I used to hate going to school, the first day of school. Ugh. I loved it because it was fun and exciting, but I hate the concept of making new friends. Like, I have my old friends. I, I love my friends from last year. Why well, I gotta make new friends this year? And it happens every year, right? There's gonna be someone new in your class, someone new in your circle, someone new to the school, someone new on your team, Someone new at your job, someone new in your neighborhood, someone new at your gym, right? There are always opportunities where someone new, someone new coming in, and you have to prepare and act and contemplate and pre-contemplate on how you're going to respond, react, interact with this person. And is this person going to be someone who helps you in your environment, hurts you in your environment, or has no effect at all? Or your development. Because that too can be a real thing. So think about these things as you go over your Rolodex or your cell phone list of all the people that you interact with, right? I remember there's a time where I used to go to my phone and just start deleting numbers of people that I didn't interact with anymore, people that were not helpful to me or people that were hurtful or that I just grew out of, or they grew out of me, and we just stopped talking. And, you know, those things happen. It's not a bad thing. It's not something that's like, oh, wow, I don't talk anymore. No, no, we don't. And it's, it's, it's not a bad thing, and it's just a sign of the time that there was growth, there was change, we're cordial, it's all good. We're just moving forward to other circles that are more helpful at this time than that one was doesn't negate any of the movement, any of the history, any of the memories, any of those things. Those things still exist and they are still valid and they're still amazing. But we all need to grow. And for some of you who talk to your friends still from high school and college and grade school and kindergarten, fantastic kudos to you. I have some of those friends as well. But some of us don't have those, right? We move forward to and they move forward to other relationships as they continue to grow and progress. And that's also okay. It's really about whatever is best for you 
and whatever was helpful to, to you to keep and find those supportive relationships because they should encourage any behavior that you're still desiring to get done. So if you have your best friend from grade school, rock out with that. Keep growing. You're making new friends as you've grown up into your 40s and 50s. Great. Continue to push. You find new friends at church for the first time. Excellent. You still do. Same friends you had when you were 10, 11, 5 years old from church. Those are still your buddies. Great. It's all about what's best for you. Just be mindful of it. And prepare and act accordingly so that you are surrounding your people with people who will get you to the next level. They always say you can never rise any higher than the people you associate yourself with. You want to rise higher? You want to be more? Make sure your circle of friends, inner, outer, and whatever, is on the same page as you and is on the way up. And that you're going to be blessed and building more towards your step to greatness. Because your friends too are doing the same. That's my charge for y'all today. That's my quote for you today. Again, there is nothing wrong with fear. The mistake is letting it stop you in your tracks. Do not be afraid to move forward. Do not be afraid to make your helping relationships the way that you want them to be. And do not be afraid to let go. Some folks got to go. And some folks have to come in make sure you keep progressing not just in the past but in the future so that's my chart for y'all today i hope you received that and as we continue with our challenge for the next three days now we're still doing a number of things for fitness right our squats our push-ups our plank jacks mountain climbers jumping jacks dips and we just added lunges right 25 26 27 28 the 28th of, of august will be the last day of us doing these things so you got three more days to get these lunges in get them done get them done keep pushing keep striving and i will see you tomorrow for day number three of our helping relationships segment talking about how do you maintain and how do you terminate some of these things that uh, have expired and that you need to push forward to from but maintenance Maintenance is the hard part. How do you maintain friendships over a period of time, especially if they're helping ones? And how do you make sure that you continue to grow and continue to provide that helping hand uh, as you get better, as you get stronger, as you get wiser? We'll talk about that tomorrow. Until then, have a good day. Have a good night. Have a great life and continue to take your steps to greatness to be the best version of you. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace. Have you ever felt like God forgot about you? Turned his back on you? Stop picking up his phone. Take this ride with me. Let's work.
I almost lost my life to depression And my spiritual man became restless I started eating what I was rejecting Fighting with God like Jacob when he was wrestling I got distracted from what I was destined God and camp angels around me for my protection No longer will I be fighting my blessings If you allow me to live through it then it's a lesson Lord I pray that my sins don't kill me Lord I pray that your will only build me and I can only cry out from my soul I was blind like Saul was on Damascus Road Take the scales off my eyes so I can see Lemon, Jeff, Ray, Charles, Stevie My build-ups is never a hundred stories Unless I'm reaching for your glories Facts As I kneel on one knee I just wanna be who you call me to be Cause you ain't bring me this far to leave me You ain't bring me this far to leave me Lord, I almost lost my mind Come to God, it is by faith He may not come when you want him But he never laid in Christ You ain't gotta worry about overweight God will never put more than you can eat on your plate Cause when it come to winning souls I do not play This preacher don't switch sides I am not mace I give it to you straight When I relate, I'm not perfect I'm just a sinner saved by his grace And the devil, he'll give it to you sweet To take your mind off the goal Which is outreach When it come to your presence Do not leave Life is this God and then the devil still deceiving Eve I got young boys dying on these streets Don't have time to entertain no rap beat I won't stop preaching Christ till the job done Running out of time, I spend it faster than Big Pun As I kneel on one knee I just wanna be who you call me to be Cause you ain't bring me this far to leave me You ain't bring me this far to leave me Lord, I almost lost my mind But grace won't get me through this grind I am not defeat, I am not cheap, Lord speak, you ain't bring me this far to leave me, you ain't bring me this far to leave me, I got faith, I'm covered in your grace, I'ma seek your face, every day I pray, you ain't bring me this far to leave me, you ain't bring me this far to leave me, as I kneel on one knee, I just wanna be who you call me to be, cause you ain't bring me this far to leave me, you ain't bring me this far to leave me Lord, I almost lost my mind But grace gon' get me through this grind Cause you ain't bring me this far to leave me You ain't bring me this far to leave me As I kneel on one knee I just wanna be who you call me to be Cause you ain't bring me this far to leave me You ain't bring me this far to leave me Lord, I almost lost my mind